Hello. 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 Welcome to the final episode of Best of Five before we go to Combo Breaker. That's it. Sorry, I got distracted by your resub and your claim that 52 pickup is not a real game. It's not. It's just, it's absolutely fake. It's, it's just a way for parents to perpetuate the idea that cleaning is somehow fun. Which is an idea I will oppose for another three and a half months. Okay, let me ask you this. Have you ever played 52 Pickup? Yes. It's a game. It's not a game. Well, you, I just asked if you've played it, and you said yes. Therefore, yes, it but, exists. But we are talking in in terms of how 52 Pickup is understood to be played. It, we are not actually playing the game. Well, I mean, there's a goal, right? Once you pick up well, all the 52, you win. Yeah, but if you drive to the store, there's a goal when you do that. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a game. Sure, but you don't set it up as a game. 52 pickup is set up as a game. There's the initiation, which is saying, hey, want to play 52 pickup? There's the consent, right, where you say yes, and then... There's the action where the cards That's go all over the floor. Too, that is way too generous of a definition of game. And then once it's once you complete the action, the game is won. It's just like Uno. Like Blue is talking about his Uno game. Uno is Uno, a game. Want to play a no, game? Uno is Want to play with Uno? Rules. Well, yeah. There's a c competitive aspect to it. Sure. There is the idea that. If you don't want to play, you don't have to. Sure. If, you know, if you're playing 52 pickup, guess what? The cart's got to be picked up anyway. Yeah. That's not a game. That's but, a task that 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 parents are trying to gamify. Anyway, I welcome to Best of Five. Oh, we can go back we and forth on this forever. <laughs> we are allegedly a fighting game podcast. We're a new no podcast now. Up. Oh, oh man, goodness. it's uh, Kitsune in the chat. This is their first time here. And <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, come back! <laughs> They're gone. Come Whoops. back! Oh man, fun times. Uh, but anyway, welcome to Best of Five, the FGC talk show that just keeps on keeping on. And like I said, this is our last episode. Dot dot dot. Before Steve and I meet each other in real life and make sure that we're real human beings. That was a that was the most pregnant of pauses. Pregnant? I'm pregnant. You've never heard the phrase pregnant pause? No. Dude, that, that that's a phrase. Okay. Pre yeah, pregnant pause. If if you have a pause with something and you're expecting something on the other side of that pause. That's a pregnant pause. Anyway, we're going to Combo Breaker next week. 
we're we're still figuring out logistics and stuff on where we will do the show, but for sure there will be some version of this show happening. Uh, we'll go ahead. And we will, yeah. And we've got a couple ideas uh, that I think will be pretty fun uh, for those who are able to watch and or make it out. Yeah. And uh, if you guys missed it last week, I showed these off. We have the first ever. <laughs> Sorry. The, the, the tension was palpable there on whether you were going to pick up that you didn't mute your microphone. But anyway, we have these. Uh, this is a stack of like 100, I think. I forget how many I ordered. But anyway, there's a lot of them. And I do not want to bring these back home. So somebody please get them off my hands. Did, um, did that cough come through? No. no you, you, mute, you didn't mute it the first time. But the second time, you did mute it. And okay. after you didn't I, mute it the first time, I was like, oh, no, did he, does he know? But you I, I, I saw that I hit the volume button, which is right next to it. So, so I kind of held back as much as I could. Yeah. Just to make sure that I did not cough on on stream. Thank you for not coughing on stream. Speaking of coughing on stream, by the way, uh, before we get into our topics, uh, I wanted to give a special shout out to Animate Sam, who tweeted the most accurate of doodles towards us over on Twitter, and we have them here. Uh, I, I think, Steve, this describes our show like probably very well. I think this might be like the best definition of our show here. It's very well represented. Um, I, I I feel like the me in the lower left hand corner, I'm gonna get a hell of a lot of mileage out of that mm -hmm. because that is a mood. Yeah, that but, is a very that's the moodiest mood I have seen. But uh, what I what I do want to point out is that the accuracy in this, as far as what this show is, is incredible because a. Uh, I usually win the pizza bets, right? So I'm usually the one eating pizza. Uh, you're the one that says the actual meaningful stuff, right? You have the, you have the the schedules, you have the tournament recaps, uh, and then you get up like vis visibly hurt by some things I say, uh, and I am just in my own little world inside of my own brain trying to uncover all of the secrets of the world. So those, those last two are very related. Yes. By the way. Yes. Sometimes not so much. I feel like sometimes I say something and you're just uh, facepalm regardless. Uh, and there's some, and there, honestly, there's times that you'll say something that I'll facepalm. Uh, but that's okay. But that's what friendship is all about. We, yes. we respect each other enough to, to be our true selves. Yes. And I'm, and I'm, I'm still a, just amazed by the fact that there are now multiple pieces of fan art for me. There you go. And that includes the Photoshop Fireband calendar. Oh, yeah, that Efren made? <laughs> no, uh, someone else made, made the oh. calendar. He made the picture. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but, yeah, so big shout-out to Animate Sam for tweeting us uh, some cool art stuff. Thanks. That, Thank that was cool, um, and yeah. I appreciate it. It looks like something straight out of, like, uh, what's that one cartoon? Like, Steven Universe? Something like that. No, wait, Adventure Time. That's what I meant. Why are you... We're, we're going to have to have a conversation about animation later. But but th that's a later thing. 
right now. Did I say anime? No, no. Well, animation. Oh. We we, we got things to talk about. We've got events to cover. <laughs> we've got topics. We've got we've got investment in Nintendo from from contra- somewhat controversial sources. We've got tips for first time tournament goers. We've got a whole lot of trailers. We've got a lot to cover. So let's get right into it. Okay, we're gonna... getting into it. And Steve, this means that we have to start with the the sacred, the 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 set, the recap. We start the sacred recap off with another Capcom Pro Tour event. Uh, This one, the France, Spain, and Portugal online event. And as the previous events for this region have gone, dominated by France. Seven of the top eight finishers calling France home, including all of the top four. Mr. Crimson getting the win over Kills You in the grand final to punch his ticket to Capcom Cup. Valmaster, a blast from the past, and TKR rounding out the top four. Vegapatch, the only Spanish player to make a top eight, uh, finishing tied for fifth with Luffy. On this side of the Atlantic, we did have Smash Summit 13, uh, the big invitational melee event. This one was unfortunately impacted by COVID. Uh, There were several positive test results on Saturday, which led to a few players dropping out, as well as the audience not being able to attend on Saturday and Sunday. It was limited to just players, uh, uh, production staff. Didn't matter all that much to IBDW. He gets the win over his Panda teammate club in the grand final to claim his second straight Smash Summit title. Hungry Box rounding out the podium there. Uh, we had more Smash going on in other parts of the world. Battle Arena Melbourne. Uh, the two biggest tournaments for this event were Smash events as it was part of the Smash World Tour. Sock, your winner over Gnome Dome with Muscat and Nangs rounding out the top four, but all four possibly in the running for game of the week. On the ultimate side of things, it is Jay Dizzle, who is your BAM champion, taking it over extra in the grand final. Rays and Strix, the rest of the top four. There were other games, of course, at Battle Arena Melbourne. What is life? Perhaps perhaps the winner of best name of the week. Yeah, that's a bestie for sure. That is a bestie of the week for sure. He is, they are your uh, BBCF champion. Agent getting the win in uh, DBFZ. Tito Ed, your Strive champion. Chen Chen taking home the top prize in King of Fighters. And ROF, your Street Fighter V champion. Uh, speaking of Guilty Gear, we did have one other notable tournament back on North American soil. Uh, the Master Series, the Canada Cup Gaming Master Series took place. Memo Card 
holding it down for the Maple Leafs, representing Canada on top of the podium with the win, fending off both Kizzy K and Justin Wong, uh, who came up to try and take the, the maple syrup, but we're not able to. Chris G rounding out the top four there. And that is your weekend recap. Boy, that ended in a really weird place with that music. <laughs> the Skullomania theme goes hard and circusy. I really wish we had like a fade out button. Yeah, me too. Womp womp. Womp womp. Um, that 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 makes no sense on if you're watching on YouTube because I edit it so it fades out. Mm. Cause I'm 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 weird like that. Yeah. Um. One day I'll figure this out, Steve. Um. Speaking of figuring this out, I got a new gadget that I want to show off for our show and uh, combo breaker. Gadgets. Uh, I got foot pedals so I can switch the show while standing. <laughs> <laughs> that that will probably come in handy. Yes. Especially uh, depending on where we end up uh, setting up. Yes. And wherever we end up setting up, we can have a show. It'll be fun. Uh, speaking of fun, uh, let's talk about <laughs> our, our first topic here. Saudi Arabia is back at it again with their game fund, investing in the video games that we love, and probably influencing them into being not the best version that they can be later on down the line. With this latest investment, Steve, they've decided to invest a lot of money into the Nintendo company. And if I remember correctly, this makes them, with the amount of money that they've invested in Nintendo, this makes them the largest holder of Nintendo stocks at 5%. They are the fifth largest fifth? Okay, uh, never yes. mind. So the 5% number is accurate, though, uh, which amounts to about a 3 billion dollar investment in the company so once again we are talking about uh the public investment fund this is the wealth generating fund for the kingdom of saudi arabia uh to diversify their funding outside of tourism and oil production they in they made this investment in February alongside a couple of other gaming investments uh, that we reported on earlier, Capcom and Nexon. However, uh, it was only disclosed this week through Nintendo's... Uh, uh, it was only disclosed this week publicly. So this is yet another uh, company that they are... that the government of Saudi Arabia is invested in. Uh, joining the likes of Capcom, EA, Nexon, Take-Two, and at least for now, Activision, Activision Blizzard. Uh, they are going to be bought out soon once Microsoft completes its purchase of that company. Uh, with all of these companies, uh, they have noted that their goal for uh, the investment is purely investment. They are not, at least for now, uh, making any sort of play to take over these companies, uh, which is different from 
what happened with SNK. Also notable, a notable difference, uh, SNK's purchase was done through uh, the MISK Foundation, which is the charity run by Prince uh, Mohammed bin Salman himself. Uh, whereas the Public Investment Fund is a separate organization that is for the entirety of the country. However, uh, Prince bin Salman is the chief of that fund as well. So, Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny because I think, what was it, like two weeks ago when the new Doctor Strange movie came out, uh, we found out that the movie was banned in Saudi Arabia by the Saudi Arabian government because there were two uh, homosexual, or there was a homosexual relationship in the movie. And because of that one homosexual relationship, they decided to ban the movie outright. So if that's true, then what else is true when it comes to these video games, right? And as far as them making uh, very sizable investments in stuff like this, I wonder how much influence they'll have uh, over the upcoming games well what's interesting about this is nintendo does not have a huge presence in saudi arabia or Mm -hmm. much of the arab world uh, as of right now this might be the change in that grant and to that point obviously you can't say that they're going to uh have no influence in creative decisions for games for uh, what gets published on, on those platforms and whatever. But again, even, even with this large purchase, there's 95% of the company that they do not own. Very true. Um, So I don't think it's necessarily going to be a case of every single character, you know, every single storyline that does not fit what the Saudi government would like to portray automatically getting cut. I don't think that's going to be a case. Obviously things could change. Obviously situations can change, but as of now, I don't think that is something that is on uh, the plate as of yet. Yeah. Well, it's another one of those situations where we'll wait and see. Um, but yeah, it is it is a little bit scary that it's you know, uh an entire government <laughs> uh buying uh or like investing in these companies, right? Um but you know, we'll, we'll see. I what mean, money This money, right? is this is very common because if you think this is just a gaming thing, oh no. Uh the PIF has invested in a wide variety of things, including Formula 1. Mm-hmm. They invest in McLaren. Yep. Uh, in that team, uh, in the world of soccer, they recently took over um, uh, Newcastle United. Excuse me. Okay. Which is one of the more popular and one one of the more historic teams in the Premier League, mm-hmm. England's Premier League. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are also looking to, or reportedly close to purchasing AC Milan, mm. one of Italy's most historic clubs. Yeah. That's so, amazing. yeah, it is It is 
going to be almost unavoidable to almost any form of entertainment is going to have some sort of investment, you know, in general from, from a company or, you know, there's always the risk that someone you don't like or someone whose uh, policies you don't like is going to be invested in in something that you do like. Yep. What's... With these with these moves for it's going to be more and more common. Yeah. What's that saying? There's no ethical consumption under capitalism, baby. It's just a matter of where do you draw that line? Yeah. Uh, and nobody draws the line at money. Speaking of drawing lines, Steve, uh, we will be drawing a line in maps next week. When we travel, we will mark our maps. We're both going... Well, it'll be more like this. For the camera, it'll be more like this. And we'll both just go... Zoop. Zoop. Uh, I like how we both went north. <laughs> Is Minnesota like somehow, south of Chicago? No. Is it west of Chicago? Minnesota, Minneapolis is northwest of Chicago. Oh. Okay. So 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 it's more it's more like so, so it's more like this. Yeah, it's more like this. Well, it'll be more like this on on camera. But yeah. Anyway, we're going. <laughs> we're traveling to Combo Breaker. Uh, this is the first time I've traveled since 2017, I believe. Uh, that's the last time I traveled for a tournament, so it's the first time I'm traveling in a long time. Steve, I believe this is your first time traveling for a tournament since Combo Breaker, right? Uh, yeah, I wasn't able to make it out 2019, so 2018 was the last time I... I... I made the trip somewhere big and you know, it's, it's, it got me thinking because with events opening back up uh, a lot of events coming back, as we'll talk about later, you're going to have people who are traveling for the first time in a while. Mm -hmm. You're also going to have people who are traveling for the first time ever. Yep. With those big numbers, with those big numbers that of people being there though, of course there'll be, more than one person who is traveling for the first time for a tournament. Especially considering, like, you think because a lot of these events have weren't around in 2020 and 2021, mm-hmm. anyone who's come into the scene for the last couple of years, you know, whether it's Combo Breaker or CEO or ECT or Evo, we're going to have a lot of first-time uh, travelers hitting the road pretty soon. Yep. Uh, so and- I thought that it would be worthwhile to maybe share a little bit of hopefully my wisdom, hopefully my um, experiences in going to events and help you out in figuring out how to make the most of your experience. I have come up with a list of five tips that I feel are going to help you out uh, in terms of maximizing your enjoyment. Might as well start at the top, right? Number one, know where you need to be and how to get there. Um, When I say that, 
I mean, if you are going to a big event, like a CEO, like an Evo, a lot of them will have maps of where your stations are. Um, as soon as you know when your pools are, once that's finalized, check out and see where in, where in the hall you got to be. Uh, look at things like uh, registration desk. Look at things like uh, if there's food in the venue, where you want to be there. But beyond that, getting there. If you're driving down, make sure you look at things like, are there going to be tolls on the roads I'm going down? Uh, is there any construction I have to avoid? If you're flying in, look at things like, is there a shuttle that the event is doing to the hotel? Is there a shuttle that the hotel I'm staying at is doing? If you're taking public transportation, do you know how much it's going to cost to get there? How much, you know, if you have to transfer, how long it's going to take? So what time should you get there? Make sure you have an idea of all those things so you know, so you can get where you want to be and make sure that you're properly budgeted for it. Number two. Prioritize your tournament experiences. When you go to an event, obviously there's the tournament itself. But there's other games that you might want to check out. There might be an indie game that has a booth there. There might be some vendors that you want to get something from. Uh, there might be some restaurants nearby that you want to go to. There might be an exhibition you want to check out. There might be friends you want to see for, for the first time in a while or the first time ever. There might be things going on that have nothing to do with the tournament. Like a, a lot of these take place in big cities like Chicago, Orlando, Las Vegas. There are things to do outside of the tournament that you might want to check out. You're not going to have a chance to do every single thing you want to. So... When you know what your schedule is like, take a look at what you want to do, when it's possible to do those things, and figure out, okay, if if the biggest thing I want to do besides my own tournament is go see this one uh, site off-site and I want to catch this one exhibition... Then plan your schedule around that. You know, be okay with missing out on one or two things to make sure you get to enjoy the things you're really looking forward to. Number three, take care of yourself. Now, there are a couple things that I mean when I say this. When I say take care of yourself, I mean... You are going to be there for a few days. You want to make sure that you are in as good of a shape as you can be. Because, you know, traveling can take something out of you. If you're someone who's drained by big crowds, being in a big crowd to, can take something out of you. So make sure you're getting enough sleep. Make sure you're taking time out to eat. Um, make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Make sure you're 
taking care of your own hygiene. Because you don't want to be that person that uh, that gets pulled to the side and say, hey, you know, it's cool that you're here, but you, you, you got to change clothes, you got to shower. Make sure, you, make sure you're in a good space with that. The other part of that that I think is really important, and this is something that a lot of people don't do, buy groceries. As soon as you get a chance to, obviously this is easier if you drive it, but as soon as you can, go to a grocery store or go to a convenience store. Get some, get a pack of water. Get some fruit. Get some bananas, some apples. Get some breakfast bars. If you've got a fridge in your room, get some bread, get some cheese, get some lunch meat. You don't necessarily have to go crazy because you're going there for a few days, but you're only going to be there for a few days. But it's twofold. One, eating out for every meal is expensive. So you want to be able to save money when you can. Two, you don't want to eat fast food every single meal for an entire weekend. You're going to be feeling it, especially towards the end. You want to have something with real sustenance at some point. Um, I'm not saying don't go to don't go to Popeyes, don't go to Culver's, don't go anywhere, don't go to the Korean barbecue spot. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying make sure that you have the opportunity to get some real food in you. Especially, you know, there's going to be some mornings where maybe you oversleep, you want to just have something so you don't so you're not hungry while you're playing. Just grab that banana drink down the water, and you're good to go. Yeah, grab that banana. Grab that banana. Number four, get your competitive mind mindset right. You know, if this is a tournament. Um, if you are, if you have a routine in terms of what you do before a game, do as much of that as possible. You know, if, if you listen to music, make sure you got your music with you. If you watch if you watch film of opponents, make sure you're doing that on the way to the venue or on your way down to the, you know, when you're driving down or flying down. Do as much as you can to be comfortable when you play. Because playing in a tournament setting is a lot different than playing at home. And even if you've been to locals, playing in a big hall with a, you know, with massive crowds around, all, you know, everything's going around. You've got people popping off a couple tables over, playing a different game. You're surrounded by three, four, or in the case of Combo Breaker, ten different stages in the same hall. Um, and everything's going on. It can be a little intimidating. So try and do as much as you can to be comfortable when you play. And number five, don't be afraid to play casuals. This is something I see all the time. You know, and this is something that I suffered with too when I when I went to my first events. One of the toughest things to say a lot of times is 
for a lot of people is. Can I have next? The best, one of the best ways to to get better as a player is to play as many different players in as many different play styles as possible. You want to maximize your opportunity to do that. A lot of players, you know, don't be afraid to ask to jump on. You know, there might be a couple people waiting, but jump in line. You know, if, if you get blown up, you get blown up. That's, I, I know a lot of people worry about going in and, you know, not being good enough or people thinking they're a bad player. No. When you get in the hall, if you if you think that, I want you to do something when you walk into the room for the first time. Walk in, do turn your head 360 degrees. Look at everyone around you in that venue. Half of them are going to either go 0-2 or 1-2. That's just the nature of tournaments. Everyone is going to taste a defeat. People don't, you're not going to have, you're not going to run into, in, in most cases, you're not going to run into people saying, oh my God, you suck. You're terrible. Don't do this. No. If you, if they, if they blow you up, 99% of players will gladly tell you how they did it and how to get better. Because here's a little secret about fighting game players. If you give them the opportunity to look smart, they will gladly take it. So if, if you're getting beat by something, don't be afraid to ask, hey, how, how can I deal with this? And most and 99% of the time, they will be happy to tell you how they did it. Because that's how they get better, too. You learn from what they do, and they'll learn to, to combat how you combat it. So, And you know what? I like, you know, I like this list, so I'm going to give you one more bonus tip. Have fun. Unless you're doing this for a living, the whole point of going to an event is to enjoy yourself. So, don't try not to worry about all the other things. Just make sure that look at it like the opportunity to do something you enjoy around other people who enjoy it, and maybe get some popcorn and maybe eat some Korean barbecue. In fact, probably eat Korean barbecue because the official food of the FGC is Korean barbecue. But just enjoy the experience. You know, your first time, experience as much as you can. And maybe you'll like some things, maybe you won't. But then you'll know the next time you go out, hey, I didn't really like entering five tournaments. You know, maybe next time I'll only enter one or two and get give myself a whole lot more time. Or maybe you're someone who like who likes being in a whole bunch of games and constantly having something going on. Use this opportunity to figure out what you enjoy. Because that's the whole point of this, is enjoyment. If you're, if you're paying a whole lot of money, if you're taking time off of work or time away from school or whatever, and you're not having fun, why do it? So, have fun. Steve, thank you for all your top-tier tra top travel tips to take to tournaments. 
which I'm how long did you work on that title? I I just love alliteration. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just a big fan. Well, you did it. Every word in this title of today, of this week's episode is alliterated. However, Steve, as good as your list is, I can't help but feel like we missed something. So, yesterday, or was it earlier today? Earlier today. It was both. Oh, it was both. Great. Yesterday and earlier today, you took to Twitter, Steve, and you asked the people what their travel tips were. And I think we got a couple of good responses here that I'm going to need you to take over for. We got quite a few. Um, Andre versus World uh, said, keep yourself hydrated, fed, and rested. The stress of travel will impact your immune system, and keeping those three needs met will help you avoid getting sick. Plan some extra time to see local things outside the event. Get to know lo- the location beyond just the FGC venue. That's smart. Very smart. Yeah. Uh, Konmai573 said, bring some melatonin if you want to body your first round opponent. Because they sure as hell didn't sleep. Honestly, that's a really good tip. I'm not going to lie. You know what? That's one thing. Also. A lot of people, when, when I talk about prioritizing your, your experience, figure out if you're the type of person who, who wants to, you know, get your game in at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. and be sharp while everyone else is dull, or if, you're, if you'd rather be the person that uh, goes hard on Friday night and wants to sleep in, you know, how much, how much do you enjoy those salty sweets? Yeah, well, and the other thing, too, is remember... This isn't any tournament we're talking about. This is Combo Breaker, right? So 24-7 venue. So be careful out well, there. <laughs> we're talking about Combo Breaker, but this is for any event. Yes. You yes, know, if you're going absolutely. to Evo, if you're going to CEO, ECT, any of any event that you're traveling for, this is this is for you. Yeah. And the idea of, like, actually bringing melatonin or getting melatonin at, like, a CVS or something is genius. Uh, for those of you that don't know, melatonin is something that helps you sleep. It makes you, it's, uh, you can just pick it up over the counter. It makes you tired. And it's a naturally occurring chemical in your brain. So it's pretty good. Uh, Willow1188 says, play casuals even if you think you're going to suck. Don't go 0-2 and then leave. Maximize the experience and make some new rivals. Mm-hmm. Or make some new friends. Doesn't have to, you don't have to be rivals with everybody, right? <laughs> Honestly, one of my favorite experiences. I think it was 2017. Um, I I got in the venue at, on Sunday morning, hopped on the cross Tekken setup, and someone came came in and played with me, and we just decided to to play. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's the um, dramatic mode arcade version mm-hmm. for the where it's you know. Both of you playing at the same time. Yeah. It was just ridiculous and a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I think so. I'm trying to think here. I know for sure um, the defining moment of me actually liking Tekken was at a Wizard World gaming tournament. If you remember those from like 2016, I think. Uh, I think it, I think it might have been 2017. 2017. It was, like, it was like the Tekken World Tour precursor. Yeah, uh, it was when Comic-Con and Wizard World like basically had a traveling gaming setup where the Tenno guys would travel around with the Comic-Con, uh, with the Comic-Con tour and just 
uh, take the their gaming everywhere. Um, but and it's it's hilarious that we're talking about Combo Breaker because Rick worked on that too. Uh, Rick yeah. was one of the TOs when I went, so like that's the first time I saw Rick in person. Uh, but I sat down and started playing with Sparrow, Sparrow Jin. If you recall, he's uh, like one of the one of the premier. Um, he's like one of the really really good Eddie players. Um, and he, we sat down and he taught me Tekken. Right, like he was like, "Hey, here's a couple things," and we literally were just having a discussion. He was like, "Hey, try doing this, try doing that." Uh, like playing casuals is exactly that. It's casuals, right? So it's not like, uh, it's nothing serious, and it's an open dialogue. You can just basically talk to who you're playing against. You could pick their brain. You can find things, or you can just make friends, right? You could just uh talk to them about something outside of the game, right? It's a really good way of uh bonding over one thing that you both like. And if it wasn't Absolutely. for that experience with Sparrow, I probably wouldn't be playing Tekken as much as I do. So, big ups to them uh, for being welcoming. And I've, I I feel like in the FGC, this is why people say like we're one of the most welcoming scenes. Is because any tournament you go to, everybody's super down uh, to chat and to, uh, like you said, sound smart. <laughs> uh, Necromaster said, don't be afraid to sit down with anyone and play. Be respectful, but open to new experiences. Be there to have fun, and most importantly, beat the pants off everybody, a.k.a. have confidence. Keep your pants on. Don't take your pants yes. off. Or beat anybody's pants off. That's bad. Beat the proverbial pants off yes. of someone. Don't beat the literal pants off of anyone. Yes, please. Uh, Jay Contradiction says, take a shower and put on deodorant before. That's yep. for everybody else too, as much as yourself. Yep. Um, yeah. If if you've never been in a uh, a convention or tournament environment, there's a whole lot of people in a relatively confined space for mm -hmm. a long time. Body heat is a thing. Sweat is a thing. Make sure you take care of yourself for the sake of yourself and uh, those around you. Yeah. Uh. It's it's funny. Uh, I don't do this anywhere else, but for tournaments, I'll double down with deodorant and talcum powder, right? Two very good two very good tools at your disposal for not making people around you uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah, dude, hygiene is like such a huge thing. So please, hygiene. Speaking of hygiene, read this next one. Have a plan for when you're getting food. This is from Subway Wang. My first major, I went through almost all of my first day without eating. Yeah, definitely figure out when you're gonna when you're gonna have a chance to grab something to eat, whether it's with friends or just on your own. Also, I meant to click another one that was kept talking about hygiene, but this one's good too. And I'm I'm the person who like I'll forget to eat for two days, right? Um, granted, like when I was going to tournaments, I was you know a couple years younger. Maybe I can't do that no more. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh. But yeah, no, yeah, taking care of yourself is very important, uh, especially that hygiene. Uh, Javi SRK says deodorant. Yep, uh, and for those of you that don't know, uh, Javi is the person who runs Texas Showdown. So they know a thing or two about going to tournaments. Speaking of, knowing a, good th speaking of knowing a thing or two about going to tournaments, check out this next piece of advice. Um, from... You know what? You read it since you wrote it. Why don't you read it, Steve? Because you wrote it. The, okay. It's, it's going to be jarring if I 
voice over your words well, while do you're it. on it's, screen. It's the question of the day, Steve, and I responded. So you have to read it. All right. Elan121 said, hygiene, please. Don't neglect the hygiene. Mm-hmm. 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 That was jarring. I watched the screen as I said it. It was jarring. Well, stop it. Uh, I thought it was fine. Uh, we got two more. Three more, sorry. Here is one. Uh, Sunset VTuber says, don't be too hard on yourself. Chances are you'll get destroyed, but the event is way more than just competing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, mo- e- mo- everyone's going to lose at some point. Most people are going to lose more than they win. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, DJ Cream says, it's probably too late to adjust pra- travel plans for Combo Breaker by now. But I like getting to the city a day or two before the actual tournament and be a tourist. In previous tourneys, I spent days eating at local restaurants, visiting museums and aquariums, and a lot of record shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is, you know, Combo Breaker is not just a tournament. It's a trip to Chicago for a lot of people. Yep. CEO is a trip to Orlando or Daytona, Daytona. Beach. <laughs> which is not Orlando, slightly different. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, no. Look, we're we're people of culture here in the FGC, so get to know the spot outside of the convention center. Yeah, like, yeah. For for specifically specifically the Korean barbecue spot. I is it weird that I have never had Korean barbecue? No, I'm I'm with you there. I okay. haven't either. Uh, we're going to Portillos, by the way. Uh, that's non negotiable. Uh, we have we have a Portillos. I don't. Oh well. Okay, we're going to Portillo's. All right, and here is our last piece of advice, and I think it is quite possibly the most important piece of advice about traveling to tournaments. Uh, this is from Psycho Style. Don't be weird. Yep. I mean, I'm kind of screwed on that, but yeah. No, look. Uh, here, so I, I feel like, I feel like I, I need to help. Uh, say what this means. Because, yeah, we're all weird, right? Like, we're, we all have our quirks. That's fine. I think what they're saying is it's okay to be you. Like, don't be uptight. It's going to be difficult, right? Cause, and I feel like I'm going to have this struggle a lot. Is uh, I have a lot of social anxiety, right? So getting in your own brain around people and, like, kind of, like, it's like freaking out about being around people is very difficult. But... What this means to me is it's okay. Just be you. Don't be in your head. Everything's fine. Everybody's there to have a good time. You feel me? And don't be like any of those other jerks. Uh, don't be like that one jerk from Combo Breaker 2016. Or I'm sorry, 2017 who ran up on the stage and told Chris G to calm down. Uh, don't do that. That's weird. <laughs> you do not want to end up in Combo Breaker jail. Yeah, that's, that's being weird. Uh, don't be weird. Although that moment did lead to one of the best questions of the day we've had in show's history. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, yeah. So yeah, blue blue I think summed it up is don't be that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Don't be that guy. Uh but anyway, that's that's the question of the day. Thank you everybody who submitted your top tier travel tips to take the tournaments. Steve, thank you for sharing your top tier travel tips to take the tournaments. And, you know, next week, 
by like literally like seven days from this very moment, we will be in Chicago, and Kwanzai subbed. We'll be we'll be Chicago ish. Yeah, yeah, and Kwanzai. This day, 54 months ago, subscribed for the first time to Best of Five. That's almost Thank five you, years. Jeez. Ah. Four and a half years. That's crazy. This. Um, four, well, even more of doing this. Four and a half years of having a subscribe button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane. Well, Steve, much like uh, that mean scene resubscribing for 17 months and deciding to click that button. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for the big subs. I, we do appreciate it. Um, but anyway, uh, much like how everybody uh, has been clicking that resubscribe button or that subscribe button, or for those of you that have Amazon Prime, there is uh, the free sub that you can use anywhere on Twitch called uh, uh prime gaming uh you can might as well just use it here because you're gonna forget about it so go ahead and decide to click that button um and i'm gonna go ahead and decide to click this button for us to move to the next topic uh this week we got releases of patches for both king of fighters and street fighter 5 king of fighters of course includes team drip team south town which is geese uh, Yamazaki, who everybody's been raving about Yamazaki, and the other person who I currently am having a hard time recalling. Who's the other person? Billy. Billy, thank you. Uh, Billy Khan. Billy Khan. Even though it should be Billy Kane. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Billy K- Billy Khan. Uh but uh, but yeah, everybody's been playing lots of King of Fighters. Everybody's been blowing up Yamasaki. I've been seeing already like crazy combos. I've seen like tech on somebody uh, going over Geese's uh, parry mechanics uh, and all that other stuff. So everybody in King of Fighters has been having a good time. Uh, Steve, have you been having a good time? Um, I have not. Hmm. Um. Because I haven't really had a chance to play. Oh, I was in the way. I, I meant just in general. Because people who own King of Fighters are having a good time, but generally, have you been having a good time? Uh, I've been having an an okay mm-hmm. uh, experience just in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, un- unfortunately, a lot of people who have been waiting on a patch to roll back. Mm-hmm. Have or or uh, matchmaking, excuse me, have not been having a good time. Yeah, because that was unfortunately not addressed uh, in the in this patch. There were major character balance adjustments. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were other bug fixes, but matchmaking did not get the love that a lot of people were hoping. Yeah, it would. Uh, it feels like matchmaking never gets any love, Steve. Um, because matchmaking and the netcode in Street Fighter V, which also got patched this past week, did not get any love at all. Um, but who got some hate is Luke. Luke got normalized, right? Like they uh, changed up how his crouching medium kick works, so it's a little bit less great. 
Uh, they changed up how his medium send blaster works. It's almost like a Dan fireball now. It goes like not as far. It's all, like it, it goes. It's very short range now. It's very interesting. Uh, but that was a big change that people have been getting used to. Also, a lot of like very tiny uh, bug fixes and all that other stuff for Street Fighter V, which I've been playing a little bit of. I've been trying to work up uh, some 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 good habits before going to Combo Breaker. So. You know, it's it's interesting how good of a place that game is in after not playing it for a couple years. So big ups to Street Fighter Five on that. Steve, do we do you think Luke is still top one? Yeah. the The fact that he works so differently from the rest of the cast, uh, both in the fact that he has a fireball that's so stupid fast, his V trigger. If you don't do anything, goes up, right? Like he, like one of the big things with him is he's got like, I think what they wanted to do with Nikali for V Trigger, but wound up not working out. Where once you activate his V Trigger, if you just stand there, it goes up, and if you get hits as Luke, you get more V Bar, and if you hit Luke, it goes down, and if you, of course, if you use the moves, then the V Trigger goes down. Uh. But yeah, he, he's a character that has every tool that anyone needs to be good. So if you're learning Street Fighter V for the first time, pick Luke. Because he's got everything that's good to learn how to play solid Street Fighter. How many uh, Lukes do you think will be in top eight? Are we doing a pizza bet? Um, to be paid out at Combo Breaker. We yeah yeah let's do that let's do that. We've got one on the uh, on the Tekken exhibition as well. That's right. Who did did you pick Europe or did I pick Europe? Uh, I thought you picked Europe. Okay. Okay. Um, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll double check. Yeah, minimum. I think there's going to be three Luke's. That's where I'm at. What do you think? I would take the under. Yeah? Less than three Lukes? Yeah. Uh-oh. Somebody's buying me dinner on Sunday night. Okay. So, <laughs> so zero, one, or two mm-hmm. is what will do for me. Zero, one, or two is what we'll do for Steve. Very true. Um... But yeah, uh, okay, so stay tuned. And I'm sure we'll stream Steve Buy Me Pizza or something. I'll pull out my phone and record it. Um, nice. So, Steve, that brings us to our last topic here, which are the quick hits. Of course, quick hits are all the reveals and everything that we're going to go through very fast because my stomach hurts. Okay, let's let's go. All right, starting off with some tournament announcements. Yeah, we got a couple of these. SF5. Or S5. Dang, they got me. So this is for um This is for Climax of Night. That is gonna be taking uh the reveal for or the official announcement is going to take place on Sunday at Combo Breaker. Mm. Uh but you'll see the little flashing notice here. 
very adult swim. Be sure you take a October off. So, mm. be sure you take October off. So we will know more uh, in about ten days' time. Yeah, but I'm really excited to see what they what they've got planned. Yeah, uh, Steve, I'm tired of talking about the Midwest. Let's talk about the East Coast. Okay. Original music, by the way, so we can play it, I think. I hope. Fingers crossed. We'll find out. We'll need you. I'll need you to pause it at the end. Okay. Because... I mean, what ECT has settled on in terms of theming has been fantastic. just you know they've they've gone they've partnered with uh roadrunner records the last couple years mm -hmm. um, and it will come through when you see uh the end of this trailer it is it's pretty damn cool this uh this song kind of reminds me of like the doom soundtrack pretty badass i'm a i'm a fan But pretty uh -oh. soon. Yeah, so big ups to Alex Vasco. Alex V on Spotify. Go look him up. Okay, I, I haven't seen... Be right here. I so, it. yeah. The the game list was revealed in, term, in, in the style of a track list. Oh, gotcha. So... They've got Strive, they've got Street Fighter V, DNF Duel, which will be out by then, KOF Tekken, MK, DBFZ, Melty, Uniclear, the, the, ex, you know, the typical ones you'd expect. Power Rangers, Soul Calibur VI, Grand Blue, BB Central Fiction, Exerd, SNK2, or yeah, uh, CVS2, excuse me, Super Turbo, V-Save 2v2. Oh, that's interesting. Alpha two and third strike. Mm. Here's a here's a little guessing game for you. Uh, they revealed which game was top of the registration charts after twenty four hours. Which game do you think it was? My gut instinct tells me to say Strive, but I don't think that's the right one. Say the full name. Guilty Gear Strive. Is it Rev 2? It is, it is Rev 2. That's very interesting. Exerd was... I, 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 obviously, I don't think it's going to last. And it probably has already been surpassed. But Rev 2 was the most registered game after 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, Rev 2 is very fun. It's, it's a wild game. A lot wilder than Strive is. Uh... But yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of people who do miss... Sorry, I just want to listen to this music. Uh, but yeah, I do feel like there's a lot of people who do miss the wildness that is Rev 2. But that's that's cool to hear, though. That's interesting. Anyway, uh, and then if you stay on the record, or if you let the record spin for a little while, you get the bonus track, I'm sure. 
Uh, so they're probably, although they did say 19 plus games, so maybe that means more. Oh. Possibly. All right, Steve, those are the announcements for tournaments that we got this week, um, which is pretty exciting to see tournaments coming back. Although, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. There's a part of me that, like, gets a pit in my chest every time I think about traveling and, like, going to a convention center. But I'll tough it out for you guys. And I already bought the plane ticket. That was kind of expensive. So, you know, I kind of got to go at this point. Sunk cost theory for the win. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> All right, let's get to the games, shall we? We got a lot of game announcements. The story mode. This is for uh, DNF Duel, by the way, I should I thought it was going to be more like Guilty Gear. And I guess it is kind of like the older Guilty Gear story modes. And Steve, it's can you, Steve, can you, can can you put that link in our chat? I can, and I will. Oh, and they have like... Okay, so yeah, this is very Guilty Gear where they have like the glossary. Uh, for you to see just what in the world people are talking about in there. Um, but that's cool. So we got story mode. And since DNF Duel is already like a very lower heavy game that everybody plays, uh, that'll be very interesting to see how they go through that. You feel me? Yeah, this just dropped... A few, let me see how long ago. Seven minutes ago. So breaking <laughs> news. So this is hot off the presses. Yeah, you won't see this on any other FGC podcast. And breaking that is news. from, yeah. And that was uh, Blue in the chat who, mm -hmm. uh, like, I, I always say this, helps run the Anime FGC News Twitter account. Definitely give them a follow at AFGC News. Uh Definitely, if you're into DNF Duel, if you're into Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear, anything along those lines, they will keep you up to date with the goings-on in those mm -hmm. uh, seats. Our resident anime expert. Anyway, here we go. Practice mode. We've gotten to the point in fighting games where... Uh, where modes get their own trailers now. <laughs> Got your combo challenges. Okay, we got okay, some so you, your your basic tutorial stuff. They gonna jump? They got they jumped. Yay! Your combo trials. Nice. Could you rewind it to about I think what fifteen? Seconds. There we go. <laughs> We're getting there. We did it. Alright. I think it's like 15 seconds. There's... I'll need you to pause. Uh, not quite yet. Okay. Alright. Keep playing. This? No. Uh, this? Nope. Next one, I think. Uh, this? 
Yes. So, hey, this is the sort of stuff that I that I like seeing. How to deal with projectiles. How to confirm counters. How to hit a counter. How to anti-air. This is the sort of stuff that I feel is lacking in a lot of fighting game tutorials. Mm-hmm. They tell you what moves to do, but they don't tell you why you would want to do them. Mm-hmm. So the more I see of that, the more we're going to get new players educated in what they actually should be doing when they're playing, and the better off they'll be. Very true. Uh, and that is a very good point. Uh, but Steve, so, well, first of all, I, I find it very interesting that, like, mode reveals are such a big deal now for fighting games. Uh, I find that funny. Uh, but Steve, that was not the only thing, the only game that got an update announcement. Everybody's been looking forward to an announcement from this specific game, and I think it's about damn time. Finally, the people are getting what they asked for, Steve. It only took Let's... it only took a couple of months, but we're finally here. Oh man. The moment we've all been waiting for. When all hope seems lost. It is Jenny. I remember this show. Wow, that's been a while since I thought about this show. So. It looks weird that they have obviously slowed the action down for this trailer so that what she does can be more clearly seen. Yeah. But it does look weird. Oh, wait, Steve. There's more. There he is. Hugh Neutron. Oh, boy. And Rocco. I don't know, look, all you needed to say was Hugh Neutron, and I'm sold. I already have the game, but I'll buy it again. I don't care. Look, they've got two generations of meme characters now. Uh, they had Nigel Thornberry mm-hmm. for the for the memes from a few years ago, and now it's all about Hugh Neutron memes. Mm-hmm. So they, they've, got, they've got all the bases covered. Yeah. And they have characters that precede memes, like Invader Zim and Ren and Stimpy. And Rocco. And Rocco, yeah, that's true. And uh, Helga, right? Like, there were no memes when Hey Arnold was out. Hell, I don't. E- I didn't even have a smartphone when Hey Arnold was out. What was oh, that for boy. Um, but either way, uh, there was another very, very, like, kind of out of left field announcement um, where, you know, like, it was one of those, like, unexpected announcements, but Good announcements, nonetheless. Let's experience it. Strange energy signature detected. Computer, what's my location? Computer. Hey, dude, what's going on here? Such a stark contrast. 
That was a pl that was actually not intentional. <laughs> this game is so cool, dude. What I do to you? And then, and then they've got memes of their own to pull from. Yeah. Speaking of memes. Oh God. I. Until that moment in the trailer, I completely forgot that this was a T-Rating. Yeah. But Steve, that's not all. That's the big announcement right there. Not cool. That's one of them. You alright? So these are cartoons that I haven't seen, but this is Steven Universe and uh, Adventure Time. Yes. But Taz! Taz is in this game now, it's so dope. I think my favorite part of this trailer is how Tom and Jerry are just fighting each other, like while everybody else That's is eternal. Like, picking teams, yeah. How As... much the voice acting adds. Right? And that's something I wanted to that... get into as soon as this trailer's over. It's like the cartoon cloud. It's I didn't like I I, I, I watched this trailer a couple times. Looks like a job for... And there is the big announcement. All right then, you're with me. The pacifist robot is now fighting in multiverses. <laughs> and this is this is crazy. Um. So, Closed Alpha began today, and guess who's been playing all day? This guy. Uh, so, first off, we were talking about the voice actors. They got Kevin Conroy as the voice of Batman. And for those of you that don't know, that's Batman Beyond and literally any other cartoon version of Batman. The best versions of Batman. Uh, Harley Quinn is Tara Strong. Steve, do you know what the best depiction of Harley Quinn is in a video game? No, please tell me. Arkham City. Batman Arkham City has the best Harley Quinn. I know Arkham Asylum as well. Uh, and she is also voiced by Tara Strong. And also, if you needed even more of that, Tara Strong is Miss Minutes in Loki. And everybody likes Loki. So uh, Tara Strong is a lot of things in a lot of shows. Yes. She, she, she is pretty much any cartoon from the last 15 years, there's a 70% chance she was in it. Yep. Um, man, so, like, this list is ridiculous. They have George Newbern doing Superman, and he's, like, the Superman. They have Matthew Lillard doing Shaggy. And that's Shaggy from the movies, right? Uh, Maisie Williams is Arya Stark. Uh, they have John DiMaggio doing... Jake the dog. And honestly, this is, I think, probably why I have never watched Adventure Time. Because every time I hear Jake the dog, I don't see Jake the dog. I see Bender. <laughs> Bite my fluffy yellow something. <laughs> I made it sound worse. Yes, you I did. I made it sound worse. Yes, you did. Uh, but. Yeah, like the talent is so deep. 
like the person who's playing Taz is uh, Jim Cummings. And for those of you that don't know who Jim Cummings is, uh, you ever hear of a show called DuckTales? He voiced Darkwing Duck in DuckTales, right? Like, man, like the talent pool is so deep. And it's so interesting to see this uh, and how crazy, like how cr more personal this feels after what? Time out, time out. We got to give some love to DJ Cream. Oh, I didn't see that. In chat. Dang it, I was all I we almost got through an episode without me having to bust out the, the sensor button. Almost. Did I just say I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> sorry, Steve. But anyway, uh DJ Cream, of course, friend of the show. He's been on the show a couple times. Thank you. He's bored watching the heat game. I'm glad we're your backup option. Thanks. <laughs> I will take being number two in his heart. <laughs> uh but man, it, it's it's so interesting to experience. Oh, also, by the way, uh, Jim Cummings also voiced like a bunch of characters in Legend of Korra. You like that stuff. I've never been an Avatar person. Uh, he also did voices for Elder Scrolls. Like, man, like the talent, the talent pool is so deep in this game, and it's such a stark contrast uh, to what we experienced with Nickelodeon All-Stars, where they didn't have voices, they didn't have the sound effects from the game. And at first it was like, oh, maybe it doesn't matter. But now hearing it, like even like hearing the Tom and Jerry scream, when Tom dies and he gets knocked off the stage, he does the Tom scream. Just hearing that is like the tinge of nostalgia that's so bizarre uh, that kind of like ties everything together. They even got Kate, dude, Kate, uh, Kate Micucci. That's her name, I swear. Uh, who voices uh, Velma in literally everything, and she's playing Velma. So, man, like, it's so crazy. Like, the... Who's, Jonathan Lippo uh, does Iron Giant. Did he voice Iron Giant? Let's see. No, but he wasn't beautiful, Joe, though. <laughs> the thing is... And he's also Wrecking Ball from Overwatch. Okay, yeah. Man, look, it, if you want to call these mascot fighters, yeah, if, you know, put it in the realm as Nick All-Star Brawl, as the Smash series, where it's all about the characters. Mm -hmm. It's all about the characters and the voices are such a huge part of that. Yep. You know, you're not, you know, they're not just functions. Right. You know, from a gameplay standpoint, sure, but there are lots of other options out there if you want to play a platform fighter. Mm -hmm. The draw of this is playing as Tom and Jerry's, playing as Shaggy, mm -hmm. playing as Iron Giant. And it's real, you know, losing that, losing those voices takes away from the immersion. Yep. And it really, really hurts. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 sort of like it's almost it almost kind of feels like Marvel Infinite versus DBFZ when those games mm -hmm. were launching. Mm -hmm. When Infinite for everything good that it did, it it it, it one of its biggest weakness, especially on launch, was presentation. Mm -hmm. It was really struggling with that, and then here comes this other fighting game 
that absolutely nailed presentation in spades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. I guess that what that's what happens when you get WB money, man. <laughs> like, but the thing is, even like, like they managed to somehow pick the best version of at least what's available to us uh, from voice actors who haven't passed away. Uh, they managed to pick the best versions, at least in my opinion, of each character that's in there. Like Tara Strong with Harley Quinn, Kevin Conroy, Kevin Conroy. Uh, that's awesome. Um, so. Yeah, uh, I do not see myself as a platform fighter person, but I've been playing multiverse all day, and I got to tell you, that game's a lot of fun. It feels a lot slower this time around than it has in the past. Now that this is out, I can talk about it. And, like, NDA season is over, so I can chat. I can I can spill the beans. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I played, I think, most alphas, uh, and you don't want to play against my Harley Quinn. My Harley Quinn will destroy you. But... Uh, the animations are really good. The sound effects are really good. Uh, it feels like each character is very true to the show's, their source material. The one thing I did notice with this specific alpha that is different from the last alphas is there are a lot of very minute changes that kind of affect the big picture of the game in a, great, in a very large way. For example, um, the way this game works is when you're in the air, you get two jumps, two dodges, two special attacks, and uh, any number of, like, regular air attacks. Like, you get all of those options in the air. So, when you're in the air, you can, damn, you can do whatever you want, right? You get two jumps and two dashes and, or two dodges, rather, and two special attacks. Um, And if you're caught in the air without any of those, you're screwed. Like, there's no block button in this game. You're just gonna die if you uh, get yourself in that position. Uh, but what I did notice is there is a, they've adjusted the recovery of dodges. So you can't dodge as fast as you used to be able to dodge. Uh, they've adjusted how jumps work. They've adjusted some moves on characters. So for example, Harley Quinn, she has her side air is like a double kick. And if you're at certain ranges, you can just kind of combo those forever. Uh, but they've like they've tweaked it a little bit, right? So it takes it takes a little bit more, and like some cancel timings are slightly different. They've changed the game a lot, and overall, it feels a little bit slower than it did. But I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun. It's it's been wild. It's been wild. Uh, just seeing, just like fighting Harley Quinn against the Tasmanian Devil, against Arya Stark, against uh, Jake the Dog from Adventure Time. And Bugs Bunny, like, I, I gotta tell you, like, something about, like, Bugs Bunny fighting Shaggy is very bizarre to see. But when you're in it, it's like, well, this is the world we live in. Uh, that's the multiverse. So, yeah, uh, this game has come a long way from the other alphas, and it's still an alpha. And I'm having a blast with it. So, if you see me, I'm, it's just my name, I-L-A-N. Uh, you're gonna get destroyed by my Harley Quinn. Don't, don't test me. Except for the people who already beat me, but they beat me because they're cheater, they're cheaters. So, don't go scrub quotes on this. Yep. No, everybody that beats me is a cheater, in every game I play. Like, uh, what was the Casey Tron thing? Oh, they're using spells. Stop using spells. Anywho, uh, with all this said, Multiverses has been a blast to play, and I can't wait to see what happens when the open beta comes out later this year. I've uh, been having a blast with the alpha. 
their focus has been 2v2s, which is interesting. And the interactions are something else. Like they have the they have this rain 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 dog, which is an original character they made for this game. This this dog can literally like if he tethers to you, he can just pull you in from anywhere. So you could have someone like playing super aggressive off the platform, and then when you run out of everything, instead of falling to your death, the dog just like reels you in and you're back. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like the the interactions of between players in 2v2 is unbelievable. Uh, I can't wait to see what they do with that. Steve, that's not the last announcement we have before we leave. We have one more. Okay. And you've heard me talk about ICFC and how cool I think that uh, these tournaments are, the ICFC tournaments, right? Like, they have different regions. Uh, they have Tekken uh, right now. So, like, Majin Obama does the Asia regions, uh, level up your game. Uh, Rip uh, does the American region. Uh, I'm sure there are other streamers that stream my CFC tournaments that I currently can't remember, so I do apologize. But they're throwing their hat in yet another ring, Steve. Or you can say, no, never mind. Uh, they're throwing their hat in yet another ring, and it is King of Fighters 15. So they're once again having North America, Europe, and Asia regions. They have some dates. One start. I find it weird that they're starting number one on Thursday, the Thursday of Combo Breaker. But you know what? That's okay. Um, but yeah. So ICFC King of Fighters is uh, sh coming to shatter your expectations. So eight weeks of action. Uh, leading up to a finale on July 21st. So uh, if you are in North America, Europe, or Asia, you have the chance to sign up uh, through uh, smash.gg, or excuse me, start.gg. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, they changed. They rebranded. They rebranded. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I can't, I, I'm a big fan of ICFC, so I can't wait to see what they do next, you know? Sorry, I'm just setting stuff up in the background. All right, with that said, Steve, I do believe that we have run out of topics and we have run out of time for the yeah. final episode of Best of Five. Break before pause. Before co Combo Breaker. Um, where you and I will meet in person for the first time ever. The world might explode. It'll be like the Mega Powers colliding. The what? The Mega Powers colliding. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, thought Hogan, gonna, I thought it was going to be Macho Man like the... shaking hands. and I, thought and we, like it. I just thought we were going to do like the Wonder Twin Powers activate. Form of All right. glass. Are you animal or water? Uh, well, I said glass, so I guess I'm just a useless object. <laughs> that was the strangest split of powers. Like, I could be any animal. I could be any form of water. Make it make sense, please. Make <laughs> it make sense. Well, look, water has many forms and many useful uh, aspects in every one of those forms. Same thing with animals, you know? Don't be knocking the Wonder Twins, man. Don't be knocking the Wonder Twins. Uh, 
Or else they'll uh or else they'll come for you. They'll turn into like an eagle and just scratch your eyes out. Uh but either anyway, so that's it for this show. Thank you everybody for joining us. Uh we'll be back next week. Most likely still at eight PM Central. We're not changing time zones, so it'll still be eight PM Central. Um whether where we're going to be, whether it's in our hotel room or whether it's in the venue, we're still figuring that out. But we'll have a form of the show ready for you. Um, and again, if you guys see us, please come say hi. I have stickers that I am not taking home with me. Like, seriously, like if the, I still have a stack this large, I'm just like leaving them somewhere. Not not I'm on the ground. I'm, I'm not some of them. Okay, but I, also I want to clarify, like I'm not like leave, like throwing them on the ground. I'm not littering. I'm just gonna leave them on like a table, um, like at a vendor table, <laughs> like at like an artist alley table to make it seem like they're part of like their things, and maybe they can sell our stickers and keep the profits. Uh, but anywho, Steve, I'm excited to see you. It'll be fun. Any final words before uh we end this final episode of Best of Five before we go to Comic uh, Breaker? Who, who are we rating tonight? Yep, so I have Kizzy K. Kizzy Ooh, K, okay. of course, uh, the, the Guilty Gear Lord uh, is on the docket. I have it set and ready to go. I might as well just click the button now, actually. So everybody, uh, as always, when we're raiding, please uh, click the raid button. We're going to go raid Kizzy K. Type best of V says hi when you are in there. Uh, let him know we sent you. Tell him we said hi and that he is great at what he does. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we're going to end the show here. Thank you all, and we'll catch you next week. Good night, Canada.